Hi guys, um, my name is Bethel Kapede. Um, I am your core coordinator. CORE is a program under Campus Ministries that stands for Community Outreach and Evangelism. We have a lot of teams that go out um, so far three times a week to places in the community and serve. So um, our verse for this year is 1 Corinthians 13, 11 through 13. So I'm going to read that for you. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So the reason why we do service is because we love. And we love because Jesus first loved us. So we have three teams that are going out, as I said, and we have Team Lighthouse, which goes out on Mondays to um, Lighthouse Assisted Living Home in Waconia. Our team leader is Anya Baumgarn, so you can email her, call her, text her. Um, we have all of our information on the Crown College Core Facebook page, as well as the Crown College Core Twitter page. So follow us, like us, all of that. And we have a tutoring team that goes out on Thursdays to the Hennepin Library in Eden Prairie, where we tutor Somalian kids and their parents, everywhere, everything ranging from kindergarten to ESL, so we have every level that you can tutor. And the third one is team street level, where we go to downtown Minneapolis, to U of M, transit station, all of that, to evangelize to people. We meet with a larger group that has been doing this for a long time, so it's not scary or anything like that. They send us with a team leader. It's really good. Um, but the one I want to highlight today is our homeless ministries team. I haven't found a team leader yet for that, so if you guys are interested, please let me know. We go out to the Marie Sandvik Center in Minneapolis, and we serve on Tuesdays from 5 to 8. We give out a warm meal for dinner. We give out produce and clothes. It's really wonderful. But if you guys are looking for something lighthearted that doesn't need a lot of commitment, this Monday, next Monday, on the 9th, uh, CORE is teaming up with Mukapa to go to feed my starving children from 7.30 to 9 p.m. So there's all of this happening, so please let me know if you need any Christian service credit hours. We provide that as well. So just come and serve with us. All right, thank you. Well, good morning, Crown. <clears throat> Our speaker this morning was born in Puerto Rico, and he later came to the U.S. and attended the Alliance Theological Seminary in Nyack, New York, and he is also a Crown alumni. During his time here at Crown, he was part of the men's soccer team, he served in the kitchen, and he also had a couple shifts as night watch. In 2010, he became the assistant vice president for church ministries for the CMA. He has 29 years of licensed ministry that started and all began in Puerto Rico. Now he's in the national office and his responsibilities include oversight of all multicultural and multiplicational ministries. He currently resides in Colorado Springs, Colorado with his wife, two kids, and two beautiful grandkids. So would you please join me in introducing Reverend Rosilio Roman. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Oh wow, impressive. <laughs> I've been dreaming with this day. 
for many years. I graduated in 82, and I never set foot on this part of the campus. This was a dream at that time. But I'm so happy to see it become a reality because God is definitely working very, very special in a special manner uh, in this institution called Crown College. I first learned about Crown at Life 1976. Hardly any of you were born. That was at the Chase Park Plaza Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. That was the same place that our current president, Dr. John Stumbo, made a decision to go into ministry. God called him there, but God called me there as well. We didn't know each other until we met here at Crown a couple of years later. 1977, that's when I arrived here. And that was a very long winter. <laughs> November was not like this. <laughs> we are being blessed today with even up to close to high, highs of 70, possibly. That year it snowed in 1977 on October 12th. I remember that because it was very impactful in my life. <laughs> I had just arrived from Puerto Rico in August. Got my very first Minnesota cold in the, the first weekend in August. <laughs> so as you can see, um, I have very fond memories of this institution um, and the professors that I still remember. Um, they had a great impact in my life. And today I want to share with you of some of the impact that God is having uh, through the Christian Missionary Alliance in this country in particular. As our sister Lauren mentioned, I've been blessed with the calling to give support to all the multicultural ministries of the Christian and Missionary Alliance in this country. You're going to see some statistics and some numbers that I hope will impact you and draw you, draw your attention to perhaps even considering the Christian Missionary Alliance as a viable means to fulfill God's calling in your life. Because God is calling people like you and me to have a greater engagement in providing access to this wonderful gospel of forgiveness in the name of Jesus Christ to so many people that are coming to this country today. So, I first want to begin my time with bringing you some greetings from our president, Dr. John Stumbo. Nice picture of him. He looks very young there. <laughs> God is using our president to focus our denomination, the Christian Missionary Alliance, into understanding our calling to love the church and the community that the church is in, to proclaim the gospel faithfully, to reach the world for Christ, and to launch new ministries. And especially on the area of launching new ministries, we are very open to God's leading, and perhaps God's leading in your life, to consider new ways of proclaiming the gospel in the community where you're at, or even in a country away from the United States. Because we believe, 
as a denomination that God is calling us at this time and has retained the ministry of the Christian Missionary Alliance over 128 years after its founder, an immigrant himself from Canada with Scottish backgrounds that came to called by God under the Presbyterian Church at the time reached the big wave of Italian immigrants coming from Central Europe. 128, 129 years later, the CMA is still focused on reaching immigrants and welcoming them, not only to this country, but into the kingdom of God. Amen? I'm one of them. I'm from Puerto Rico. I was very welcome when I was received here um, by many families that welcomed me into their living rooms, welcomed me into their meals, into their churches. And that's something that has impacted my life greatly throughout. Something that I learned here in Minnesota. Praise God for that. So what is God doing through the multicultural ministries of the Christian Missionary Alliance? I just realized that I have too much information to share in this very short time. So I would advise that you hold on to your seat because it's going to be a very quick ride. God is doing very very great things. But let me first start by establishing why I'm doing this. Even the Apostle Paul in the book of Acts came to James to visit him. And after greeting them, Paul told them point by point all that God had used him to do among the non-Jewish people. And when the leaders heard this, they praised God. There is a precedence of coming back to your people to give account of what God is doing through the ministry. So I just want to share a little bit of what God is doing through the ministry of the Christian Mission Alliance in this country. And because of this, Acts 17, the passage where the Apostle Paul is speaking to a, a very special crowd about the God that they didn't know but they did have an altar for. He, Paul says, God began by making one man and from him, he made all the different people who live everywhere in the world. He decided exactly when and where they would live. I'm reading from the easy-to-read version because that easy-to-read version is designed for people whose English is not their first language. So it is, it is helpful in explaining the basic idea. It's not a paraphrase. It's a translation. But look in the way that it highlights who's doing the choosing. It is God himself. And God is so precise that he can choose where and when people would live. And therefore, it is not by coincidence that you are here, nor that I am here, nor the different communities that are coming to these, to these shores are here. They're here because God wanted people to look for him. And perhaps in searching all around for him, they would find him. 
Amen? God is doing that. God is doing that through your churches, through your families, through our communities. God is not far from any of us. It is through him that we're able to live, to do what we do, and to be who we are. So we are the Christian Missionary Alliance, and we do plant churches, and we do reach out to communities of immigrants, and we do that in this country, and we do that around the world. And we do that because we're able to live in the power of the Holy Spirit. And we are empowered by him, a denomination, empowered by him to do this. So let me share some numbers. The Christian Mission Alliance is blessed to have a very diverse constituency. We have 28 districts. These are arrangements of churches that have been determined by geography to gather together to do governance decisions. But on top of that, we have districts that are multicultural, six of them. And look at the churches. We have Vietnamese district, Hmong district, Korean district, Spanish Eastern district, a Cambodian district, and a Spanish Central district. We also have associations. These are groupings of churches that are allowed or are empowered to meet for fellowship purposes based on country of origin or language. And look at all the associations that we have. And we have, even at the bottom, three Messianic churches, Jewish Messianic churches. But we have Arabic, African, African American, Chinese, Filipino, Haitian, Lao, Montagnard, Native American, Portuguese-speaking, Spanish Western Association. The youngest one is the Arabic-speaking association. Let me tell you, this association, led by Reverend Raed Awabda, whose brother is the president of the Syrian National Alliance Church, um, is growing by leaps and bounds. And it's not by chance, when you look at the world events, that this is happening in this country. Because for some reason, God had been brewing this and coming, bringing together all the elements for us to identify some very capable leaders within the Christian Mission Alliance to gather together people to start serving and welcoming the Arabic populations coming to these shores. But look at this. The number of churches that are distinctively multicultural in the CMA are 430, but there are an additional 395 churches that are in the geographical districts. That, that means that they don't belong to any of the multicultural districts. They are in the geographical districts. But look at this. 41% of all the Christian and Missionary Alliance churches Almost 50%, almost one in two churches are distinctively multicultural in the Christian Missionary Alliance. One in three people that made a profession of faith in the CMA last year did it within the context of the ministry of a multicultural church. Look at all the other statistics, but look at the third one. 46% of all members 
of the Christian and Mission Alliance in this country are members of multicultural churches. But look at our look at our language challenge. On any given Sunday, there are over 37 languages and dialects used to praise God, just like we did with the wonderful leadership of the band that just led us into God's presence. But that happens every Sunday in many languages. Last this just yesterday, I was at the Apple Valley church, Hope Alliance Church, that has an English service in the morning, and then there's Esperanza Church that meets in the afternoon. Same facility, same church. They are part of the same denomination meeting there in Apple Valley. That's just one example. But look at this. Currently, only 13% of all international workers of the Christian Mission Alliance are provided or come from this great number of multicultural churches. You ask yourself why? That's what I'm asking myself. I think the numbers should be greater, don't you think? Number-wise, the churches are there. So please... Help me in praying that God will send forth the workers from these churches and that these uh, workers in those churches right now will listen to God's voice. And perhaps you're here. Perhaps you're one of them. That God is calling into greater engagement into the mission field. And we would like to be your sending ministry. The Christian Mission Alliance would love to partner with you. So in this time that you're here in this college, especially juniors and seniors that are thinking about ministry and perhaps even doing internships uh, coming up soon, that you contact our placement office, ministry candidate, uh, candidate development office with our brother Mapstone here. Um, He will help you understand some great opportunities that there are out there, Uh, not just for ministry, but also for uh, encouragement and support um, as you develop and finalize your college career here. We have an African association, and because of time, I'm just going to go through these uh, photos, uh, but I just want you to see, not just hear about it, see who we are. The Arabic Association started 2012, 2014. We had that many. Listen to them worship. That's Arabic. I don't understand a word. How many do? It's a beautiful language. I know that before the throne, that will be one of the languages that will be spoken to worship God and to declare, according to Revelation chapter 7, that the power belongs 
to God. Amen? The Filipino Association is another up-and-coming association that we have. We have over 30 churches, and as a result of the um, typhoon that went through the Philippines just two years ago, they collected among themselves uh, some funds that they handed in person to the president of the Filipino Alliance Church, Dr. Uh, Reverend Joe Dalino. The Haitian Association is another um, great group of churches that meet mainly in the south part of the the southern part in the, of the country in the state of Florida. I had trouble with the video, so you can't see everything that's happening there, but you can hear the music. They, they worship God in a way that is so uplifting when you get there. You come out of those services and you're just pumped up and just psyched up to go out and, and just share. Share about the wonderful things that God is doing. The Haitian brothers, there are over almost 32 churches in the CMA. 28 of those are in the state of Florida. Uh, particularly just north of Fort Lauderdale. And the Montagnier Association, mountain people, that's French for mountain people. They used to be called Dega. But they came to the United States as a result of the end of the war in Vietnam. Many of their, of their villages identified and supported the U.S. forces and therefore at the end of the war, they were persecuted. Same thing happened with many populations uh, and groups that came from Vietnam, from, um, from Laos. Um, and at the time, we had a big influence of Hmong also. Uh, and the Montagnards came along in the same wave. Now look at what God is doing. Today, there is a Christian Missionary Alliance Church in Finland, of all places, probably the birthplace of many of your grandparents, Finland and Norway. But there are over 300 Montagnards meeting in Oslo. And that pastor there was discipled through Skype for two years by the president of the Montagnard Association. And in last June... President, president of the Alliance World Fellowship, a brother, Ari, who was just visiting the campus uh, earlier this year, he was there to ordain the pastor officially and declared that there is now an official Alliance church in Finland. Finland. I can't even say the right, pronounce it right. In Finland, an Alliance church that is Montagnard. Who would have thought of that? The Native American Association is still alive and, and definitely thriving and, and doing many things to grow. You know that the ministry among Native Americans and the Christian Mission Alliance is a, is a, is a we, go, we have a very deep history that goes very deep into their history as well. We, at a time, we used to have over 40 alliance churches among the Native American tribes. Now we have uh, eight 
um, and we're, we're praying that God will bring even more young people like this man, Pastor Chris Ballard, who is pastoring in Hayes, Montana, and he just graduated two years ago from Mokaham uh, Bible Institute in northern Minnesota. Um, he had a Christmas celebration two years ago, and he lives in a town that I think is probably maybe four or 600 people, and about 150, 200 of those were in his Christmas celebration at the church that year. That's impactful ministry by a young person. And we have the Alliance Jewish Ministries. Anybody of you have Jewish relatives? Well, the Christian Missionary Alliance, even from A.B. Simpson's time, had a great concern. A.B. Simpson said that preeminent above all other ministries for the evangelization of the heathen world is the Great Commission. The command to begin at Jerusalem passes on to us the obligation to reach God's chosen people. Amen? Technically, I am the president of that association. I'm a Gentile. I think I'm the second Gentile in that leadership group. And I've been researching, and my name, Rosilio, supposedly comes with a Hebrew root meaning reddish type of clay that comes from the northern part between Spain and France. Why is that significant? Well, in 1492, the Catholic king and queen of Spain declared persecution against all Moors or Muslims and Jewish people, and they were given a, just a definite amount of time to get out of the country. And that's where the Sephardic movement started. And all of a sudden, some Jews landed in Puerto Rico. They came in the, in the ships. And supposedly, my lineage goes back to some Jewish roots because they chose then to settle in the mountains of Puerto Rico, probably going for the weather. Much cooler there. And that's where I'm tying the knots. And my Jewish brothers keep saying, keep digging, keep digging, because there's, there's Jewishness in you. <laughs> Let me highlight to you some other associations. Chinese Association is a very prominent group among our family. They have 74 churches in the USA, and you see the big gathering of churches on the West Coast and on the East Coast. Currently, they have 13 churches without pastors. So if you speak Mandarin or Cantonese, we want to know about you. We need you. We want to put you in contact with our leadership, so perhaps you may have a very fruitful ministry among the Chinese here in this country. This girl, for instance, this lady, young lady, she just graduated from Fuller Seminary in 2014, and she is heading towards the northern part of China to reach the Muslims in China. Vietnamese district. Look at where the churches have been gathered. 
The district superintendent, Reverend Tak Lee, he's, he's over 76 years old right now. And in some cultures, you have to be of that age to be able to assume positions of leadership. The Hmong district, look at all the concentration of churches, over a hundred of those churches in this country, but look in Alaska, there is a Hmong church. Praise the Lord. Yes. Yes, because they will do whatever is necessary to send someone to reach the Hmong people wherever they're at, even in Alaska. This was the district conference that happened here in Minnesota this past summer. That's a new district superintendent, Dr. Jerry Song. The Korean district. I was sharing earlier this morning that the largest, if not the largest, the second largest Christian Missionary Alliance church is Korean. It's Bethel Korean Church in Irvine, California. And that church does not belong to the Korean district. It belongs to the South Pacific district. That's part of the intricacies of this family we call the Alliance. I'm running out of time, but the Spanish Eastern District is another one of our ethnic districts, and the concentration of churches, particularly in the North and the South, Let me go to the very last one. Oh, let me show you this one. Just, just to highlight the point that God is doing a wonderful thing. Here you see a class of church planters. If you were able to see the, the faces and the features, you would notice that they're mostly Cambodian men. But the two in the middle are distinctively non-Cambodians. They're Ecuadorians. Their first language is Spanish. They are in the facilities of the Vietnamese District Seminary in Anaheim, California, teaching church planters Cambodian in English. They graduated, and several of them have planted churches already in this country. Who thinks of that? Who connects all those points together and brings people and resources to see that happening? I'll tell you who. Our God does that. And he will do that over and over and over again so that people that are within reach of someone that follows Christ can come himself to know him and worship him. Amen? Amen? Time is up. But I want to close with a challenge. And this challenge is for you. Everyone that is within my, the reach of my voice. Consider Consider seriously God's call on your life today.
and God's call to ministry in whatever means and whatever ways, with whatever resources that you have, including your talents, including the choice of career that you're studying here. Consider God's calling on your life to be a possibility for greater engagement in God's kingdom starting in this country but going beyond this country and consider please doing it with the Christian and Missionary Alliance we want to hear about you we want to get to know you and we would love to send you and empower you to do ministry wherever God will send you let's pray Heavenly Father, you are our Father, and we thank you for that. You have called us to be part of this great family we call the Christian Missionary Alliance. Oh Lord, we bless your name, and we thank you for the opportunity you've given us all to be part of this institution called Crown College, and in some way benefit from what you have been doing through the lives of the professors and the teachings and the lessons that they teach. Oh Lord, the impact of those classes, I pray that you will magnify it and multiply it. And Heavenly Father, I ask in Jesus' name that those here, that you would call them in a very clear manner to send them to the harvest field. Your son taught us to lift up our eyes to see the harvest field that is ripe unto harvest. But realizing that we cannot do it by ourselves, we need to call upon you to send forth the workers. So Lord, we do that this morning. And we ask that you continue to call in a clear voice many among us to go into the harvest field. We pray this for your honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. I've been given the authority to dismiss you. You're dismissed. <laughs>